0: I'm Scott Rogers. This is the MDRT Podcast. MDRT members hail from many different backgrounds, from different areas around the world, different life experiences. I've heard a lot of different stories of how members got into this industry, but one that stood out to me recently was the story of Allison Murdoch. Murdoch is a three-year MDRT member who currently lives in San Diego, California. What's unique about her is that she really has no fear of just jumping into things. For example, as a 15-year-old living in Salt Lake City, Utah, Murdoch was approached with a unique opportunity that might have given others some pause.
1: I actually got recruited to model in Europe, so I uh, lived there and modeled for two years and then realized that as exciting and amazing as it was, I'd rather use my brain. Um, And so I came home and went to school. Clearly most, most models start very young mm-hmm. and so they have pretty good systems and kind of people in place to monitor us and uh, make sure that we don't do anything stupid. Um, but we we were basically on our own. I, I had a, I lived in a house apartment in Munich with two other girls and we had to check in multiple times a day and we had a lot of people watching us but we pretty much kind of lived on our own at 15. Yeah. I think it was the harder thing was coming back and yeah. you know having been you know leaving high school and as you can imagine people talking about me going off to Europe to model and then everybody's perceptions of what that really meant and the rumors and and then having to go back to uh, school and uh, I actually ended up uh, talking my way into college early on a provisional basis because I didn't want to go back to high school Um, and uh, fortunately had the grades and the test scores to do that. Um, so I actually ended up starting college a little early. While I was in college, I worked at my stepfather's financial planning and life insurance firm.
0: It was here where Murdoch's interest in the field was first peaked
1: started out doing um, everything that you could possibly imagine. Um, running illustrations, filing, helping with PowerPoint presentations because I was the only one who had any um, tech abilities. Um, <laughs> so I tended to help with all the IT in the office as well as answer phones, everything. And, and more for me then, it was a job. Um, I thought that I would uh, go to law school. I thought that I would be a lawyer. But what I, and I don't know exactly the turning point, but um, I attended quite a few different uh, meetings and events, not really dissimilar to MDRT or TOT for attorneys. And um, my impression was that most attorneys were overworked, um, stressed out, um, unhappy. Again, that is a major generalization, but um, as a, as a whole, it was it was. You know, I, everyone was complaining about their life, and uh, I attended quite a few meetings like this with my stepfather, um, this, uh, MDRT, TOT, the forum, um, as well as carrier retreats and things like that, and most insurance agents were happy. Um, most people in the financial services um, had were, were passionate about their families, they had uh, lots of other passions in life, and uh, it was, it, it, kind of grew on me. I started to recognize that um, it was a great choice. My stepfather was always there for our sporting events. He didn't miss things, and I started to recognize the value added from this profession. Now, it took me a lot longer to actually decide that I was going to do it, but um, it's where I gained a lot of respect for it.
0: After college ended, Murdoch felt like it was time to move on, so she packed up and headed to San Diego.
1: My first job that I got there was working at Abercrombie & Fitch as a manager of a store in the biggest mall in San Diego. And the next job, I actually got recruited by someone who I met who was a friend of my father's, and he was uh, working at a BGA in San Diego, and we were at dinner, and he, I started talking about Um, life insurance and he of course perked up and was shocked that I actually knew what I was talking about and uh, he dragged me in to work at this BGA and I um, was the director of marketing there and I was 22 I think and I had people working for me that were in their 50s and I had no idea what I was doing, like managing a team. I mean, it, I knew the insurance part and I knew the, the products and 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 how to design um, really great proposals for for um, agents to see. And I knew a lot of the high level advanced marketing type style um, programs. but. I did not know at 22 how to manage a team of people, no less ones that were looking at me like, where did this girl come from? Um, So it was very awkward. Um, (laughs) It made me really appreciate working with my family. Unfortunately,
0: tragedy struck Murdoch, and once again she found herself switching careers.
1: I actually, um, my boyfriend at the time, uh, who lived in L.A., uh, we went down to Mexico for a... Um, birthday trip and he passed away while we were down there. Um, And uh, it was traumatic and awful. It's been a long time now so it's easier for me to talk about. But um, I panicked and for some reason my grieving mechanism for losing him was wanting to only be surrounded by people he knew and his life and everything because I couldn't really deal with anyone who didn't know what happened and could could kind of sympathize with where I was. So I actually dropped everything and moved to LA and got a job at his um, at his job um, doing uh, real estate and uh, it was really fun and exciting but you know that Ended up kind of having a time frame that made sense too, because as I got through the grieving process, I started to realize that I can't become him. I have to be myself. Um, not to mention, I you know, as much as I loved real estate, um, I, I I kept tying things back to this industry. I kept tying things back to saying, well, just because real estate is a tangible asset that we can see and feel, it's not much different than really understanding the economic inner workings of an insurance policy and the value that it can provide. And my brain always kind of was re-triggered by that space. And uh, um, so at that point in time, my family was really begging me to come back. And technology allowed for me to not actually have to go to Utah. so that was when I officially went, got all my insurance licenses, and became a full-time member and marketer salesperson for the Burgess Group, which is my family's company based in Salt Lake. My family's business has has since, uh, well, at least for the last 20 years, um, specialized in premium finance. Mm-hmm. So they do all types of fi- uh, financial services, a lot of corporate planning, things like that, but their their expertise is in premium finance. Um, so, our clients actually tend to be all over, at that point in time, all over the US. And um, for a long time, we were either having them come to Salt Lake or we were traveling all over to, to, to meet with them in various different places. And um, right as I kind of shifted into the role was when we started having that ability to do WebExes, to be able to do video conferences. Um, and things like that. So uh, it just gave me that extra step to being able to say, well, not only can I kind of do this from wherever, because it it actually almost helps that we're spread out, uh, because we can kind of facilitate different areas. Um, I was able to do a, a great deal from wherever. Um, and it kind of I attribute that ability to being a small part of, of why our family gets along so well and can work so well together is that it's this great combination of us genuinely getting along, having a really good level of communication, but also having that distance because we're not on top of each other. When we need space, we get it. And uh, and so it's it's an interesting dynamic because we we have... You, you you hear horror stories about family businesses, and I now currently work with my three step brothers, my stepdad, my mother, um, and myself, and and uh, we actually enjoy it and get along very well. And uh, so, you know, there's uh, again, there's there's several things I would uh, say uh, make that a reality, but one of them I, I do think is is having some distance there when we need it. What I love about this industry is that it's adaptable, um, and I think that the first few times I had to face some big change, whether it's in a regulation or or you know, obviously, again, being in premium finance, I have to deal with bank regulations and changes, and then I have to deal with insurance company regulations and changes, and they often don't work that great together. Um, and the first few times things changed, it, 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 it derailed me. I thought, oh gosh, we're, like, we're gonna close our business. There's no way we're gonna get through this. And what I realized is that um, that there's so much flexibility in if you open your eyes to adapting to it, it's, it, it there's, there, it's, there's so much opportunity out there. And you just have to be willing to kind of make those adjustments, make those changes. Now, to answer your question, I do believe that there's going to be constant changes in regulations. It's just how it works. Um, but I do also believe that you that in within this industry, unless something was absolutely drastic, um, that we can adapt to those changes. I mean, the most obvious to me is is because I deal with a global client, you know there's no there's no estate taxes in Mexico. But that doesn't mean Mexicans, don't have a need or desire for substantially sized life insurance policies. So when someone would be in a panic about, you know, what if what if they got rid of the estate tax in the U.S. we we, we wouldn't have jobs anymore. I don't I don't think that's true. I think it's just a different sale, and uh, there might be some products that aren't relevant, but it's just shifting and adapting and making sure that we're coming up with the right products and solutions for the client base and, and working within those regulations.
0: That's all for us today. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to subscribe, please find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast, and we'll see you next time.